Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. I'm turning down uh, Be Still Thy Soul by Anil for just a moment uh, so that I can welcome you all to You Are Okay with Blog Talk Radio. This is Mara. On a mountain, in a valley, I behold only God. In hardship, I see God by my side. In ease and well-being, I behold only God. Like a candle, I melt amidst the sparks of the flame. I behold only God. Maria the mystic. Let's listen to the rest of the still by
I am always in awe of the message of that song and how it resonates within me. I can't speak for others, but within me. And I just feel the energy level increasing as I remember that I am a source of light. The reality is for me is everyone is a source of light. Everyone has a divine spark within them. That doesn't mean that everyone is letting it show, but it means it's there. I wrote a book once called Uniquely Created Divinely Inspired You. Yeah, you. We all come with a divine inspiration. And sometimes we're teachers and sometimes we're students. But if we can look at life with words like teachers and students instead of political names and political parties and cuss words and name calling, but just sometimes we're the teacher, sometimes we're the student. And what is the teacher teacher teaching? The teacher can be showing the student how to be loved in a crazy situation when the student is angry and full of fear. The student can him or herself be angry and full of fear. And therefore, they are teaching the student how to react in that situation with love. Alternatively, they become the student also. That's kind of a crossover because they see modeled. They are then taught how to act with love when you're full of fear and you're afraid that the world is out of your control. Everything is going different than you wanted. And the reality is, my friends, that the only being we have any control over even our children, the only being we really have control over is ourselves. We can decide who we are going to be in a given moment. We don't have to be who we were. We can be something fresh, open, full of hope and joy and happiness. Or we can cling to the past because the past has a way of hanging around and rethink it and get more and more angry at ourselves or at others. Or we can decide that we are going to manipulate the future to be what we want it to be instead of being content in the now. And I want to dare to suggest to you from a, a book called The Shack that the only moment that God, whatever name you use for God, I don't really care because we're all on this big giant spaceship together. Whatever word you use for God is only in the now, in the present, because that is all that exists is right now. So if you make very bad choices and you've created a chaos for right now, then you have to live in it, not look for blame. I have never in my life, and because of my profession, I hear, excuse me, I hear lots of people saying, it's not me, I didn't do it. Somebody else did it. But the reality is, 
figuring out who to blame never makes a problem go away. And in fact, most of us bear some small infinitesimal part, maybe giant part ownership in the chaos in which we choose to live. So what's going on right now that's so crazy? Oh my gosh. I'm hearing people cuss on in Congress. In Congress. I'm 71 years old. I mean, I haven't heard that before. I promise you I haven't. And there, I thought that there was like a sergeant at arms and would rush people out who were cussing in the Capitol at all. But no, not anymore. Because we have made cussing okay. We have made using the name of God willy-nilly instead of calling on God and the presence of God to be a part of who you are. We've instead made it an everyday word that can be slathered through every sentence if you want. But the thing is, that never disconnects you from all that is, from love. That's what I like to call God, love. When I was young, I studied the book of Job. Believe me, I was 17 and I had no idea what the book of Job was, but the teacher gave us all of these choices. What's really funny is that I um, saw the word J-O-B, and even at that point, I knew I wanted to uh, do something subconsciously about jobs. And I'm a labor lawyer, so there we go. So I looked at that, and I thought, that's what I want to do. I want to look at the book of job. I thought it was going to be some sort of easy read. It's not an easy read. It's a story about the hardships that a man experienced and losing everything. But he kept standing back up because he recognized that God was there with him always. And my friends, I'm here to tell you today that God is with you always. God is in the corner. And I pray God has you hearing me because I'm talking to my computer as opposed to a phone. It just seems better. I listened to it last time and it worked. So fingers crossed it works in my new house. But the reality is God is here with us. We are never alone. We are always all one with God. But how often do we call on God to inspire us to be our highest selves during times when we feel full of fear? How often do we define for ourselves, how much power do I really need? How, much, how often do we ask ourselves, are my children really going to be hurt by having black kids school sitting in their class or poor homes? sitting in their classroom? Are my kids really going to be hurt by having what I was called as a child, poor white trash in, in the classroom? I like to think that I added a certain scintillation to the classroom because God blessed me with a brain that works really well. 
and I graduated right with the rich kids, walking straight across with honors, had the tassel, the whole thing. That's not about me, folks. That's about God. God created me to be who I needed to be to do what I need to do. And lately, I've been so overwhelmed by what was going on, and I have felt that I've probably said everything that needs to be said. But then when I come back and I look like a week or two weeks later, I see, my gosh, there's people listening to what I say. And I realize that one of you may be exactly the person who needs to hear what I'm saying. Or one of your children who's paying attention to something else hears you, sees you listening to this on the radio and can hear it may hear the words that I have to say. And those words are, you are valuable. You matter in the scheme of things. You are part of God's plan. You have a divine light within you. Now, let's polish that light up a little. So let's hold hands. Oh my gosh, figuratively. Well, right now we are in spirit. So there's no doubt in my mind that this is possible. I've done it so many times. I've been doing this radio show forever. That's why I feel like I've said it all. But I'm going to keep saying it because it must need to be said or I wouldn't get these pushes through the radio show. Do the radio show. So let's let love guide our words, our thoughts, our deeds, and let's remember what Rabia the mystic, a beautiful Islamic prophet said, on a mountain, in a valley, I behold only God. In hardship, I see God by my side. In ease and well-being, I behold only God. Like a candle, I melted amidst the sparks of the flame, I behold only God. It's all God, my friends. COVID is God. COVID is providing us an opportunity to recognize our subconscious, I think is the word that we would use, prejudices, and to step past them in love. COVID is providing us an opportunity to be loved. And this is not a new message. The message has been around since the Ten Commandments were written. And they're saying they were finished sometime in the early 530s before Christ. That's a long time ago. And what did they say? Love others as you love yourself or love your neighbors. And then another messenger came and said, well, that means love everybody. And when Jesus, which many people who are here or listening consider um, God, I'm not quite sure how Jesus ever became bigger than God. You know, I don't, I'm not quite sure how Jesus moved from being the son to being the father. In fact, we used to say Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, but now everyone's talking as though Jesus has been elevated by God. I don't 
necessarily believe that's the case. But I do think that Jesus was a great messenger. And they asked Jesus, what are the most important commandments? And he said, love God with your heart, your mind, and your soul, and love others as you love yourself. Oh, my. When you recognize that God is in the room with you, that kind of tempers your fear, but it also tempers your not-so-nice words, your anger, your desire to get revenge, your desire to fight and prove you're enough. Folks, we're enough. We all made it to this point. But we need to ask ourselves, how much power do I really need? It's kind of similar to how much money do I really need. And it varies from person to person. But when someone is around you engaging in vile conduct, do a Gandhi on them. Send them good energy. Send them love because they're not very lovable at that moment. And maybe they aren't lovable very often at all. I'm not saying ignore your, your fight or flight instincts. I'm saying flight, don't fight. Because it doesn't solve anything. All the bad words are not solving anything. But God has put us in the midst of something that is causing people to ask themselves, who am I? I do Twitter, and I did a tweet the other day that said, hey, listen, folks. I didn't say that part, but I said, okay, there's no dispute. Wearing a mask when you're with your family, when you're out to dinner, when you're on a walk, when you're in church, and when you're protesting is a sign of respect for your fellow man and is known to prevent some people from getting COVID-19. What the dispute about, granted masks aren't fun, but it, it's kind of like a symbol, I care. I think it would be wonderful if all the masks had on them, I care. Nothing political. Because it's not political. It's religious. Maybe not re religious. Maybe philosophic. Maybe it's just God reminding us to respect everyone and to respect others. So it could say, I care, respect. I care about respect. I don't know. It's it's something to think about when you think about what you're seeing and how you react to it. This, there's no doubt that there's disassembling going on in our country right now and around the world, not just in the United States. And, and people are confused. But the government shouldn't have to ask you to wear a mask or socially distance. It should be something you want to do because 
you are loving others as you want them to love you. So we're going to do, oh, this is always so, I'm going to do Catherine Toyama's Open Your Heart as the background music here. It's always a challenge. I make up my mind and then I change it. I, um, I did, I just changed it. We're going to do Serenity Road. And I will tell you when, but I would ask you to get into a pose where you feel comfortable talking to God and with God. And if you don't have such a pose, you can develop one. I'm not going to tell you what it is. I have some friends who think they need to lay down on the bed. I have other friends who think they fall asleep if they lay down on the bed. I have friends who get into a traditional yogi-style meditative pose, and I have friends who can't do that anymore because of their age. Their flexibility goes a little bit. I have friends who sit on the floor. I have friends who sit on chairs. I have friends who stand. No matter what it is, get into a pose where you feel comfortable because we're going to spend the next probably about 10 minutes meditating together. And it's going to start with me kind of starting you off. I have kind of a way I like to get people to start meditating uh, because I want to take the emphasis off of long, deep breaths. Not that I don't think you don't need long, deep breaths, but if you sip in like you're singing a beautiful song and you're keeping your body full of air, you'll notice that singers, you don't hear them gasping for air. It's because they're pulling air in naturally and they don't begin to feel like they're choking. And my experience has been that many of my friends would stop meditating and when you would ask them why, they would say, well, well, it chokes me, I can't breathe. Kind of like you hear for the masks, huh? But instead, if you take in slow, sipping breaths and you relax and surrender to the universe, the breath is easy and the mask is breathable. So with that said, I'm going to start with Serenity Road, then I'm going to go to Project Divinity. I probably won't tell you when I'm switching, but they're both beautiful in their own right. I think you'll notice. So I'd like you to act like your nose is in the soles of your feet. Yes, this is one weird woman here. I seem to go against convention here. But when your nose is in the soles of your feet, my experience is it makes it easier to take a deep breath. And I'd like you to pull your breath up through that nose, up the front of your calves, up the front of your thighs. Cross over 
and go to the tailbone, the base chakra, the place that is full of fear, and release that fear back into the earth from whence it came. And as soon as it's gone, reach out your dominant hand and take the hand of God as you know God to be. You are God. Hopefully it's not something scary, but instead, I hope that you feel that loving, positive energy begin to flow up your dominant, through your dominant hand, up your dominant arm, and across your shoulders. And now pull your fearless breath up into your sacral chakra, the zone of creativity. And as you infuse your sacral chakra with fearless breath, think of what you can do to make a change today. Because today is all we have. That's why most religious texts say, this is the day the Lord has given. Rejoice and be glad in it. So now, Pull your fearless, creative breath up to your solar plexus in the middle of your body. And it goes down to your belly button and goes up to just the base. Just not quite to the top of the ribs, but it goes up to the heart. The zone of healing. Bring in fearless, creative breath. And feel the yellow energy of healing and reach out your non-dominant and take the hand of another listener's God. So that together we are now God, man, God, man. Breathing in your fearless, creative healing breath up to your heart. Let's pause there for a second.
cause people hurting each other. So what I would like you to do now is take yourself to a spot. And I'd like you to rest in that spot for a moment, holding hands with God on either side. Remember, you have to control the 
anything you have
That was one minute. Whoa. You know the peace that you're feeling right now is just one minute. You could be driving in a car. You could be stopped. Completely stopped in a traffic jam in Los Angeles, which is where I grew up. And you can start sending prayers to the cars around you. There'll be time, because it doesn't take long when you allow yourself to fill up with love. It doesn't take long to start sharing it with others. Let's go back and listen to Church Unwind a little more. My friends, I want to suggest to you as you're meditating that you focus on what is bothering you the most about now. And then you allow that to become a part of your meditation. I know many people say don't let your thoughts wander. I think keep your thoughts focused. And invite God on either side. That means invite your neighbor's God to help you develop a plan of action. What's bothering you about our current times? I'm going to tell you for me, one of the things that is breaking my heart is that we need protests for people to be treated like people. We're all human beings. No matter what the skin color is. I live in a place where uh, white people are so fascinated by suntans that they get themselves darker, darker, and darker. But those same people write some pretty ugly things on Facebook. So we're at a place where we need to decide who we are. How do we want to focus our words? How do we want to focus our thoughts? Because believe me, our words come from our thoughts. Do we try to understand when someone says something that's really not very nice? Or do we instead attack? And then ask yourself, How's that going? The attack mode. How's that going? Now keep breathing. Slow sipping in breaths like you're singing a song to yourself. And allow yourself to float in the energy of God. In the energy of love.
pulling your breath in through your feet. As you start to feel yourself getting antsy at being quiet for so long. Remembering that your breath is infused with the breath of God. You are holding God's hands. People don't have to agree with your way of thinking. You just have to be able and free to think that way. Let go of judgment. Replace your judgment with gratitude. Replace hate with love. You have an opportunity now to be still and to be loved. You are enough just as you are. <clears throat> Ask yourself, how much power do you really need? Do you need the power to tell others how to think and feel? Or are you secure enough in yourself that you can allow others to be different from you and take actions yourself to show love? We can change the dynamics of the world that we're living in with love. We really can. It's always funny because it puts people off. They're not used to being loved. They're used to harshness, pain, suffering, anger. And they're used to blaming. So the next time you feel yourself on the edge of saying those Chucky chucka chucka chuckas. That sounded fun. Chucka 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 chucka. Those chucka chucka chuckas. They just want to be loved. Let me do what I can to change the dynamic here while showing them love. I'm not suggesting you respect violence. I'm not suggesting that you respect people who are treating others poorly, but I am I'm suggesting that we all need to listen to each other. We need to begin an open line of communication. We are almost out of time today. I thank you all for listening, and I plan to be back next week, Sunday, 10 o'clock. So until then, peace be with you. Namaste. Which loosely translated says, I salute your inner divinity. I salute the orb that is shining bright inside of you when we get through all of the muckety-muck-muck that you've put in front of yourself. Let's start tearing down walls instead of building up more. Peace be with you all.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.